well. What's up, everybody? It's Bebop. Merry Christmas. Hope you guys uh, are all sitting here listening to this with the full belly. Hope you got what you wanted for Christmas. And um, here I am staring down the barrel of a couple questions I'm supposed to ask or ask, I'm supposed to answer for the end of the year. You know, kind of taking a moment to reflect and look back and I don't know, kind of recant on what happened. Question number one, what moment in gaming has impacted you the most this past year? For me, this t- this was a hard one because honestly, there really hasn't been a lot of games that have impressed me this year, except for maybe a handful. Um, two come to mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two. So the first one for me would have to be uh, the beginning of the year. I think it was around January, February. Uh, I played Doki Doki Literature Club, and. I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't played that game, do yourself a favor. It's free on Steam. Go fucking play it. Because I've never, ever would have ever thought that a game like that would have um, surprised me in the way that it did. Uh, Do not be fooled by its aesthetic. That game takes turns that I I don't even want to say anything because potential spoiler. So uh, definitely Doki Doki Literature Club was one thing that like not only me but also like my you know my viewers and whatnot too i think they um got a kick out of me watching the whole voiceover man my throat was so sore after doing voiceover for the entire duration of that fucking game <laughs> oh my god i think there's a bunch of clips in uh, in in my discord for any any viewers or anybody who may have recently joined if you scroll up to around november i or not remember uh yeah january february you can probably find some clips of that that was um that was a blast uh secondly uh, probably when I played through Near Automata. And, you know, I originally had played that game um, on stream for the first playthrough and kind of put it down for a minute. And then I had heard that the story gets exponentially better. And that was probably one of the better things that I could have done was go back and actually finish that game because uh, not not often do I get very teary-eyed or emotionally moved by a video game. And, you know, the game visually, the the graphics aren't the greatest in the world. There are some points where it looks like a PS3 game. Um, You know, for most people that see it, they think of, you know, uh, 2B and her fucking thong and her big ass sticking out. But, you know, for the most part, like, I don't really get... um, like I don't chub up over fucking anime video video game girls, okay? Okay, maybe every once in a while too. Maybe I do, okay? But um, that game, if you're if you're into stories that dwell heavily into existential crisis, then that game, uh, I, yeah, I you got to check, you got to play it out, play it, just fucking play it, just do me a favor, just play it, because it's one of those things where you know if somebody were to come up and just tell me I just finished your Automata, and uh, if it hit him the same way it hit me, I would be able to sit there and you know, just be one of those, just a gentle nod of the head, put my hand on the shoulder and just, I know, I know, I know. So uh, if I had to look back on what has impacted me most this year, for sure, those two games, Nier Automata and Doki Doki Literature Club. Go check those out.
boy, oh boy, oh boy. The next question is, what was the biggest disappointment in gaming this year? <laughs> Man, I could close my eyes and point anywhere and fucking hit any. Uh, yeah, that, this is an easy question. So, you know, we could point to Fallout 76, you know, beating a dead horse with that one. Uh, I guess you could kind of throw Battlefield 5 into that. Um, although that game, you know, still piques my interest. I might end up buying it. Who knows? But we'll see. I got some money to spend because, you know, Christmas and all. Uh, but for me, and this, you know, as I'm recording this on Christmas Day, you know, this has kind of transpired in the last week. And we'll probably talk about it in the next episode of the podcast as well is the release of Atlas. Honestly, like I, I was going to kind of take the easy route on this question previously when I looked at him, but, you know, Fallout 76 was a very big candidate for that as far as like, I wasn't really disappointed by it, but as far as like what I think it did as far as the industry and for, you know, even Fallout fans alone, I think it kind of pissed everybody off. But Atlas for me, because as someone who's put over a thousand hours into Ark officially now and has officially uninstalled that fucking game again. Um, Atlas was just an absolute it fucking bombed just hands down delay the game three times you know finding hidden arc menus <laughs> in the game's menu like it's just there's so much like I said we'll probably end up talking about it next week but there's just so much that has just blown up in the face of wildcard in that from that game's release that is just like I was looking forward to it. I saw the trailer. I got hyped up. I was fucking pumped, man. You know, I got I got a free code sitting right. Th- I'm. Just, I don't even know if I'm going to install it or redeem the code. I really don't. You know, you would think someone putting a thousand hours into Ark would you know tend to look past that kind of stuff. But I'm just the yeah. The fact that it was meant to be DLC and they released it the way they did, and it's just you know, you can't look back. Honestly, like they betrayed my trust. Excuse me. That was a little bit of the ham and mashed potatoes. Give him a tummy trouble. Oh, shit. Uh, so next question was, what was your favorite game of the year? Man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Well, if we're going to keep it to games that specifically came out in 2018, um, I would probably say... As far as game of the year goes, you know, the, the other, the, honestly, the top two contender system may sound very cookie cutter, but I'm going to say um, God of War for sure. For me, that was a, that was, that was a really well-made game. There's no, no other way to put it. You know, that's with AAA budget, Santa Monica Studios, those guys know how to make something that is extremely aesthetically appealing. Um, I thought the way that they handled the, um, Norse mythology and wrapped it around and made it into a unique story was very well done. You know, uh, seeing Kratos as a beaten, you know, old man who's just trying to make right by his, you know, late wife and his son who kind of has a very distant relationship with you. They don't really give a lot of context as far as like how that, you know, how that kid was for the first, what, nine years. So, um, 
but that game you know for me it started off extremely shaky you know the combat was very stale kind of in the beginning yeah it was kind of well i don't know if i'm liking this you know when does this thing actually um kind of open up or you know when does it kind of kick in you know that's what i was waiting for because i'd heard a lot of buzz around the game and i was kind of like yeah when's this shit gonna go down i'm ready for it um so yeah i I would say god of war because once you kind of get past the first kind of a tutorial of the game and it really opens up and you really see what it's about you know just seeing the the world eater the huge freaking snake that comes down just like the everything about it it's just a perfect little package wrapped into a 30 to 35 hour experience um that also like they give you stuff to do after the game's over too like if you want to go fight i think they're called valkyries you know there's extremely hard bosses there's gear that you can go around and find and level up and whatnot and really trick kratos out make him look like a you know a norse pimp i guess uh that that was um that was a nice surprise you know because i've kind of gotten stuck into a rut of just playing a lot of just shooters and every once in a while for me even for me as much as i talk about how much i love first person shooters and that's kind of my bread and butter and what i love playing um i will say that uh having a game like that come through my um i totally lost my train of thought you know being able to play a game like that this year was was a very nice surprise that uh i think was much needed needed you know but um who says single player games are dead huh (laughs) ea how ironic too how ironic that ea made a bold statement like that we just don't think there's you know we just don't think there's anything in single player games anymore you know fucking loot boxes and yada 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 and then fucking santa monica studios comes out with god of war and then you have um what are the single player what other games came out this year? Red Dead Redemption 2. Thank you. You have games like Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, which I haven't played, but yeah, jury's out on that still. I don't know. Hey, when it comes out for PC, I'll check it out. Because, um, oh, I got this new monitor. I can't plan anything below 60 hertz now, okay? I'm going to say it. Can't do it. There we go. You're going to hear me talk about this a lot in the next, like, month or two until I start getting irritated over something. My new gripe. My new reason to complain. Deal with it. And the next question. What games are you looking forward to the most in 2019? Oh, man. Uh, that's, that's going to be a very short list for me only because honestly, out of a lot, all the trailers that I've seen coming out, you know, from either E3 or, you know, uh, the games award show or even, you know, whatever random European events that have gone on. I mean, there's really not a lot that's moving the needle for me. It's, you know, probably there's going to be those random, you know, sleeper hits that come out in 2019, ones that really weren't promoted all that well and just kind of blow up in everybody's face where, you know, it'll be the buzz there for a minute. But um, kind of big titles I'm looking at as far as uh, things that I really want to play. First one is going to be um, Sekiro. I think it's how you pronounce that. Sekiro? Shadows Die Twice. It's from uh, from software. From software. The same developers that made Bloodborne, Dark Souls, the whole Dark Souls series and whatnot. So it's kind of a new adventure they're going on, a new IP that they're working on. Um, looks really cool. Samurais, monsters and whatnot with uh, it kind of seems like 
you know, pretty similar Dark Souls combat. Um, almost looks like a little bit of a mixture of like Neo thrown in there as well, but uh, I've, you know, Souls games have um, have a soft spot in my heart only because of just the brutal difficulty and just the actual gameplay itself. I don't really give a shit about the story or you know, whatever cryptic ass details they throw in their games, that kind of stuff. I, that's not for me, unfortunately. So, um, but the other game I'm looking forward to and kind of waiting to dust off the old fighting game shoes is Mortal Kombat 11. I, I just, since I was six years old and the first time I ever went to fucking Mario's, Mario's, uh, the Mexican restaurant, we'd go there every Sunday after church probably told the story before deal with it i'm gonna tell it again um every sunday after catholic church you know i would go i would uh eat a little cracker drink the blood of jesus and uh then i would go and then drink the blood of my enemies playing mortal Kombat. they had uh one of the one of the cabinets you know that didn't require any quarters you just press the red button on it and just boot it right back up played the original mortal Kombat on that thing and that was i would always eat my fucking green burrito as fast as i could deep throat that shit just like a run over and start playing Mortal Kombat and ever since then that started you know my love for the series Mortal Kombat 2 Mortal Kombat 3 and then Mortal Kombat you know 3 and Ultimate were kind of when I really uh, had it fell in deeply in love with that fucking series mainly because of my friends and whatnot you know going to the arcades playing it there you know we remember going to Scandia and just fucking slapping quarters on the machine just slapping kids around back in my uh, back in my heyday you know but um I got faith in 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 uh NetherRealm Studios. I think that uh, Mortal Kombat 11 will uh, not only be better than MK10, but I think they'll with the you know, apparently they're going to be implementing some of the uh, gear. What is it? The um, the gear system they had in Injustice 2. I'm not really an Injustice fan. I superheroes are fucking dumb. Okay, and I know I'm saying that. You know, sitting here praising a, another game that actually has characters with superpowers and whatnot, but superheroes are dumb. So Injustice 2, meh. Uh, but apparently they're going to have, um, which, you know, I don't know how, I don't really know much about how much they impacted the gameplay as far as, you know, uh, unlocking gear that, you know, gives your character specific stat buffs, um, which I don't think that, I don't think the staff stat buffs I've heard from Injustice 2 were actually all that important, but regardless, uh, MK11 is going to have that. So we'll see how that, you know, changes the gameplay around and whatnot, but God, what would I give for them to put Cabal back in a game? It's been way too long since we've had Ed Boon. If you're going to listen to this, Ed Boon, all right, I'm talking to you. Please put Cabal in the game, please. I mean, the game's probably almost done already. As it, please put Cabal. If not, I will. I'll buy the fucking DLC if you do that too. So, um, but yeah, ready to uh, rip some heads off in that game. That's for sure. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You know, I have a list here of games that are coming out in 2019. You know, The Last of Us Two. I'll see about that. Uh, apparently, Neo 2 is coming out, but then you know, Cyberpunk, Death Stranding, who knows when these game, games are going to be coming out. I highly doubt that, you know, uh, Cyberpunk's going to be coming out in 2019. Neo 2, I highly doubt that's going to be coming out then that fast as well. Uh, apparently, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which if you don't remember, that is supposed to be a one-off side story about the twin daughters of... Um, I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. Oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts. Main character... Wolfenstein. B- BJ Blazkowicz. Jesus Christ, Bebop. Come on. BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah, the twin daughters of BJ Blazkowicz, and that's supposed to be a side story, kind of a, I think, post war. I remember he- hearing about that correctly. Um, 
you know a lot of these are kind of console specific games so not a lot that i'm really you know not a lot that are really piquing my interest uh there's a star wars game that i'm kind of looking at called star wars jedi fallen order i don't know anything about that game actually that's the first time i've ever even heard of that um <laughs> shenmue 3 <laughs> what the fuck is shenmue what what is shenmue uh rage 2 you know that game looks cool kind of looks like a big more colorful version of a like a fallout or you know i never played the original rage but um then you have days gone coming out in april which looks you know kind of it looks boring i'm not gonna lie i love zombie games too it's another thing i'm a sucker for but the game looks boring um division two play the shit out of the first division but okay anthem's kind of another one i'm kind of tentatively keeping my eyes on too as well uh but then again i'm not really into those destiny you know play the same level over and over and over and hope for the better loot kind of game watch the numbers go up i'm not really into that kind of shit so um but you never know i'm just waiting for it man i'm waiting for that one game that's going to come out in 2019 it's going to be like boom it's going to take everybody by surprise it's going to be hot that's what i'm waiting for so we got that uh and that's really it you guys I mean, honestly, when it comes down to, yeah, yeah, MK11, was a hero. Those are my top two, for sure. I uh, can't wait to play this, so, yeah. And the last question. We, uh, we took one of the community questions that we pulled from the Discord. Um, comes from Shandy Valley. And she asked, uh, biggest streaming lesson you learned from this year. How do you want to grow your channel streaming slash gaming slash community, etc.? <sighs> learned a lot from this year, this year alone. Um, one thing I've learned from streaming alone this year is <laughs> now take this with a grain of salt. Okay. For any, anybody who's uh, you know an aspiring streamer or wants to get into streaming, I am in no position me with my average of you know 20 viewers and whatnot i'm in no position to talk about with any authority of any of this shit so this is just me from my own small minuscule corner of the internet here okay um is that streaming is not a streaming is not a long-term um long-term deal I'm just gonna call it now it is man but um is it profitable yeah you know if you get lucky i think that's you know luck does play into some of it I also think that uh, if you have the time, networking will fucking networking is probably the hardest goddamn thing about Twitch and also requires a lot of time and dedication. Uh, and if you have the means to do so, then then fucking work your ass off. And I guarantee you, you will find results because networking is probably the most important fucking thing you can do on Twitch. Uh, me being a father of three working two jobs and, you know, kind of desperately seeking my own quiet time here and there. Um, yeah. But if I had to learn uh, kind of past couple lessons that I've learned, at least just from doing this, um, don't give a fuck about who isn't there. Only give a shit about who is there. Secondly, you know, um, whatever games that you prefer to play, play those games. Do not do not like for the love of God, do not stream games because you think that they will bring you numbers. I did that for way too long at the beginning of my streaming adventure where I tried to play the uh, the browser, you know, the, the, the Twitch browser where I tried to play games with that had a certain amount of viewers. And I was basically forcing myself to play games that I rather, you know, I would have never played on my own. You know, um, some of them were, were, were actually surprised me a lot. Final fantasy seven. 
I honestly wouldn't K car fucking fast and furious out there again uh i would have never thought final fantasy 7 would have been a game that i would have enjoyed you know doki doki literature club i've already mentioned that already uh never would have thought that i would have liked that game you know even just kind of going down my my steam list you know just seeing all the games that i've played and just the memories that they they bring back there there was you know some good some bad dream daddy was another one like who the i would have never thought that i would have liked playing fucking dream daddy man you know so Play games that you, you know, that you prefer playing and build a community around that. So that way, when if you don't, if you decide, oh, I don't want to play this game anymore and decide to do another one, then it's going to be, you know, when that in that same genre of stuff that you like, you like playing fucking card games. You know, if you play Artifact, Hearthstone, all that bullshit like that, stay, keep it in that realm. You know, if that's what you enjoy playing or don't play whatever the fuck you want, you know, just make sure your stream is that entertaining. It's going to keep people around. You know, you're engaging enough. You know, you got dumb shit that people love interacting with the stream, you know, just anything like that. Because let me tell you something about viewers. All right. Wake up call. All right. Here we go. Y'all got fucking short attention spans. All right. And I'm this is me included. I'm calling myself a viewer as well in this situation. We got short attention spans. You know, give people reason to stick around. Some people like chill streams. Some people like loud streams. Some people like streams that watching people with an insane amount of skill, you know, but whatever it is, just make sure whatever you're playing makes you happy. Because trust me, nothing sucks more than looking at fucking OBS and your chat open and everything like that, getting ready to hit that start streaming button, and you realize that, oh, fuck. I don't want to do any of this. That's a terrible feeling. Um, okay, so how do you want to grow your channel streaming slash gaming slash community? Uh, I kind of mentioned something a little bit... Um, uh, last week but what i want to do 2019 for me is going to be a very big year for me it's definitely going to be extremely challenging uh you know i am planning to get a website launched um you know getting a youtube channel set with the guys uh dweebcast is you know we we expanding man we expanding so uh that's kind of like one way that you know as far as growing a community i like one thing i think that you know you could benefit from with twitch right i think if you play your instagram 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 game your twitter game you know if that shit's on point youtube all that stuff like that really the real realistically the best way to grow your audience is to bring people from other avenues so if you're hitting your instagram your twitter and your youtube game properly if you have the time to de dedicate and allocate towards that, those kinds of things I think, you know, that will inevitably drive more traffic to uh, your Twitch channel. You know, it's kind of you know, a, a, a simple answer, but it's hard to implement and hard to stick to and be consistent. And plus also finding things that are, that are going to favor you, whatever, you know, depending on however way you try to squeeze your in, you know, squeeze your way into whatever algorithm you're trying to hit. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, how, how do I want to grow my my channel slash streaming slash gaming slash community, all that shit like that? Like I, for me, honestly... Uh, I want to grow it somewhere else. I don't want to grow it on Twitch. You know, inevitably, if it ends up growing, then it obviously will translate to Twitch as well. But, you know, for me, like, I want to grow it everywhere. You know, I, I don't want just my stream. I want a fucking network. That's me. That's my goals, my admiration, hence starting my own website. You know, so um, that's going to be coming here, hopefully early 2019. I can't give a solid date on that yet. I uh, have a lot of work to do, have a lot of things to research and, you know, um, but we're going to be taking baby steps. You know, we and the guys have been talking a lot and there's a lot of things that we got coming down the pipe that we're personally excited about. You know, it's just a 
just trying to get through the holiday season first and you know starting fresh 2019 um it's gonna be it's gonna be lit yo as the kids say it's gonna be lit fam um but yeah i kind of went off on a tangent there i don't know if i answered that question correctly i'm sorry if i didn't but i tried okay but uh yeah man just do what makes you happy really really all i got guys i mean honestly um but once again ready to beep up here i wish all of you a very merry christmas and a happy new year all right much love from your boy over here i, I i'm gonna go lay on my couch and try not to fall asleep the kids are still awake so i'm gonna go fucking slap him with a tranquilizer dart go to bed but um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And once again, also too, honestly, for anybody who listened to this podcast, like me, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. This has been kind of like something, a passion project of mine, something that I've wanted to do for a while now. You know, um, I, I, all I do is talk about video games all fucking day long, all night long, and I probably will never stop for the rest of my life. So I figured why not, you know, put it on, put it on the internet somewhere where people maybe will like to listen to me talk about it. So um I am you know, from the bottom of my heart like thank you guys like this seeing seeing our listens go up and seeing people like thoroughly enjoy the podcast like it means a lot so thank you guys and um yeah should have an episode coming out next week be slowly dripping these out the rest of the week too so um but yeah guys I'll catch you around bye